Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. I couldn't keep selling at the prices I was selling, so I doubled my prices the next day, and my sales never stopped. Today on episode 594 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm speaking with the founder of Reblaw, Scott Reeb. I'm going to ask Scott how he ditched the traditional business model for lawyers and launched a subscription business. Stay with us to hear all the details. I believe everyone should have the opportunity to do what they love and get paid what they're worth. On my podcasts, I've interviewed hundreds of successful entrepreneurs, many of whom run consulting or coaching businesses. And we've created a free ebook with 49 actionable steps from 49 of our popular episodes to help you smash the plateau in your business and your life. It includes tips to help you with your mindset, relationships, business development, and productivity. You can get your copy of 49 Tips to Smash Your Plateau at smashingtheplateau.com slash tips. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash tips. Now let's welcome Scott Reeb. As the official Zig Ziglar small business lawyer and a Ziglar Legacy Certified Trainer, it's no wonder that Scott is known as America's Legal Coach. For the last two decades, Scott has been helping business owners, entrepreneurs, and coaches shatter-proof their businesses by implementing specific strategies for structure, growth, and protection. Over the last three years, Scott has been sharing these strategies with business owners and coaches and watching them grow and succeed. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Scott, let's start off by talking a little bit about what's unique about your business, particularly with your your background and your expertise as a lawyer. Yeah, I'm a 25-year lawyer, spent the first more than half of my practice doing litigation, almost litigating about everything you can. And in 2012, I decided that my model was kind of broken. I was only getting people that were in really bad trouble. And then I'd fix it. It was too expensive and they weren't happy. And so they'd go make more mistakes without calling me. And so I, I had a vision for small business owners, entrepreneurs having this on-demand access like big companies do to be able to ask questions in real time. I didn't know how to build it. So I hired my first business coach and we created what is now the access plan, which is a subscription model that gives entrepreneurs on-demand access 24-7 to my team so that they can get those answers they need, get their contracts reviewed, make sure their business structure is right. And we've been doing that now for eight years. Wow. And did you know anybody else who was a lawyer who was using this model when you set out to create it? No, I never heard of anyone doing it. I wasn't sure how it worked. When I started out, like a lot of people, I started out as just me and an assistant. And I'm in a kind of a executive suite building. And so there's all kinds of entrepreneurs around me. And that we'd all you know sit and drink coffee when we didn't have business. And they would talk about how they couldn't afford me and how they would love to be able to have some way of affording me. And so for a few years, I just worked on that idea of why do these guys who really need the help, why can't they afford it? And why can't we find a model to deliver that service? And it was kind of the, the beginning of, of all the subscriptions that we see now, uh, Dollar Shave Club, stuff like that. And it just made me think there's got to be a way to deliver legal services that way. So we, we began that journey, and it's been, a, it's been an experiment but we've got it down pretty well now. Right. But I would imagine after eight years, you probably do have it down pretty well. And I also imagine there are lots of things you tried that didn't work out so well along the way. You bet. You bet. 
So what, if you wouldn't mind sharing a few of those things you tried that you need, you realized you needed to pivot after you tried them? Well, like the first thing we did wrong was uh, pricing. I was really low. I had my price very low because I thought I would have to be low to get business. And I very quickly discovered there were two problems with that. One, I was wrong. I did the people would pay more. And two, my profit margins were just way too low. It was it wasn't uh, sustainable at the prices I had set. In theory, I you know in my model it would have worked, but it just didn't work that work out. And so those are two main reasons I just had my pricing wrong. The other thing I did wrong was we a big part of the access plan is that we want to be very involved with our business owners and entrepreneurs. We want to know what's going on in their life and their business. So we created what's called a check-in call and we were making them basically mandatory. And I set them and the way I did it was I just started putting them all on Fridays. It was the first Friday of the month and we had them all on the first Friday of the month. And very quickly I had no Friday. And so uh, we ended up having to spread them around. And then the later and later I decided, you know what, they can schedule them whenever they want them. Here's the scheduling link. And so now I've got my time back. But for, for a couple of years, there were, it was very hard for me getting work done because I had these huge blocks of time that were just taken up with the checking calls, which I love. They're a lot of fun, but I couldn't get anything else done. Right. And, and they're important. Yep. Very important. Yeah. I, actually, I love that you shared your issue with the pricing that you you realize that you were pricing too low at the beginning. It's actually a really common scenario for consultants and coaches when they are early on in their in their business, especially those that have come out of a long career as an employee. They will often underprice themselves, thinking they need to in order to get business. And I, I wonder if you could share a little bit about how you learned that you could price higher and should price higher. You know, listening to, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I buy a lot of books and I'm a, a conference junkie. And so, you know, I, I had, you know, my working with the coach that helped me build it, some of that, so some of that was the trial and error, right? And so as we went through and got 10, 10 people into the system, we were able to look at how much time they were using, kind of do some math and go, you know what, that's just not, that's just not sustainable. And so then we raised, started raising the prices. And truthfully, I had a big wake up call about a year and a half in, and by necessity, I raised my prices. I was on vacation and lost my entire team. They all left. And I came back from a week vacation. It was just me. And so I wouldn't have had, I would have been in real trouble if I hadn't had my subscription plan because I had recurring revenue and no more payroll. So that was great. But the problem was I couldn't keep selling at the prices I was selling. So I doubled my prices the next day and my sales never stopped. I just knew I had to, I had lost a bunch of billing that my other, the rest of my team was doing. The only way to make up for that was to raise my prices. So I raised my prices because I couldn't do more work. I didn't have the bandwidth. So I just raised my prices so I could do less work in the same time. Yeah. How did you feel right before you pulled the trigger on doubling your prices? Um, well, I was kind of already scared, period. So it was just <laughs> kind of, I, I, I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. Because if I were to have signed up say 10 more clients at the at the rate I was charging, I couldn't have, it would have buried me. So I had to double the prices. And yeah, it's, you know, anytime I've raised prices, I always have, there's just in the back of my mind, I'm not, I think there's a, it's like, I'm not really worth that. Uh, and so you kind of have to give yourself a pep talk before you do the first sales call. And then if you have the right value stack, it's not the price. 
your price should be well below your value stack anyway. And so as long as you're, as long as the value is more than your price, you're fine. And you're talking to the right people. And so it, it worked out great. Scott, what do you tell yourself in that pep talk? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the Stuart Smalley. You know, I tell him, I tell myself that <laughs> I am a Christian, that I was created by God uh, for a purpose and that God doesn't create junk and that I am worth uh, every penny that I'm asking for uh, with the training and information and skill and knowledge that I have to be able to solve problems. Well said. Well, yeah, one of the other things you mentioned is that you hired a business coach. Um, how did you know that you needed to hire a business coach? As a lawyer, we have to go to like 15 hours every year of education. And I went to one and a lawyer business coach was one of the speakers. I'd never heard of that. And this was kind of the time where I was really wrestling with, should I try something different? And so I called uh, that person. That wasn't a good fit. They put me with another, they introduced me to someone else. I tried to work with them. That wasn't a good fit. And then eventually I found a friend that was working with a business coach in Tulsa and having great success. And so I did a, did a phone session with him. He understood my vision and said, yeah, we can build that. Because I, I kept running into coaches that wanted to talk about my purpose and important things. But I'm like, no, I, I know what I want to do. I need you to give me a map to get at least halfway there. You don't have to get me all the way there, but at least give me from A to F. Give me, give me something. And I finally found someone that was willing to give me a map. But it was just because I, heard, I just heard that I heard in that, that presentation that a coach could guide you through what you're trying to do. And so you're not alone. Because as, as entrepreneurs, we're, I like to say, you know, we're on an island most of the time. It's just us in our heads. And sometimes you got to get out of your head and tell someone else what you're thinking, what your vision is, and let them then give it back to you and see if it really makes sense. Because we can kind of just get stuck and start, you can start either believing everything you say is gold, or you can do the other and believe that nothing you say is worth anything. And so you need to have someone else that doesn't have a real stake in it, their objective, and that they'll just tell you what you need to hear, whether it's good or bad, and then tell you what to do next, and then expect you to do it and hold you accountable. And it makes all the difference. When if I look back over the last eight years, when I've had big, big exponential growth, it's because I've been working with a, with closely with a coach and they've helped me and made me, uh, held me accountable to the action steps that I needed to take. Right. And what is it about, I mean, what you described and what the coach does, on the one hand, it sounds very straightforward and almost relatively simple. Yet on the other hand, you went through several coaches before finding one that would work for you. What is so special about a coach who can do it in a way that's right for you? Yeah, I mean, I think there's just different types of coaching for different seasons of life, for one. And I think there's also different coaches have different skills. And for me, I needed a path. I knew the end. I knew what I wanted to accomplish and kind of what I wanted to look like. But I just didn't, I just didn't know how, how to get there. And so I needed someone that could help me get there. And most of the coaches that I know that are in my program and that I'm friends with, that's kind of how they work. Everyone has their own, they have different paths that they've kind of created and they'll walk you down the path to get to your goal. I think mine was a little, a little different because to that point, I didn't know of anyone that had ever built one. They didn't know of anyone that had ever built one. I've since run into others uh, that were kind of doing it as well, but it was brand new. And so they were creating something that had never been created before. And so I think that was, it, 
I needed, I needed a coach that was kind of up to that challenge of, I wasn't a cookie cutter. You know, they work only with builders and I'm, they're going to con- help me do a construction company or they work with uh, car dealers. And help, you know, it's, I was a little bit different. And so I think I needed just the right coach. And I, th- I found the one for the, for the job. Right. It, it, that's actually an in- interesting description because I've heard many people say, I want a coach who knows how to do what I want to do that will help me get there faster. So as an example, I want to build a subscription model. I want to hire a coach who knows how to build subscription models, which is very different than hiring a coach who has not done it either, but can partner with me on helping to create something that neither one of us knows how to do. That's right. Yeah. And, and there's some coaches that won't, if they don't know how to do it, then they're not, then they're not, interested in trying to stretch and figure that out. And there's no, that's fine. I was able to find one that was a real out of the box thinker and like, there's just nothing, he doesn't think there's anything he can't do. And so together with, with us both thinking that way, uh, we did what everyone else couldn't do. So let's fast forward to today. Talk a little bit about your current business model, how it works, who your ideal client is and what kind of problems you solve for them. Sure. Yeah. So the access plan is uh, starts right now. Our base plan starts at six ninety nine a month, and then go, there's three different levels, more bells and whistles as you go up. So it just depends what you need for your business. And so we would do we do strategy calls with the, with each prospect to make sure that they know which plan is the best fit for them. And all of the plans include unlimited access to me. They all have my personal cell phone number, uh, and then they have a scheduling link where they can schedule fifteen minute, thirty minute, or hour phone calls or work sessions with me, and then. So they have that control. They don't have to, you know, pay pay retainers or consultation fees. That's built into the plan. They never sign a contract again that hasn't been reviewed by the team. We create custom contracts for them for their business and as the, and, and their life. And then we make sure we do those coaching calls. And so they're getting weekly invitations to that. They get my weekly audio podcast. They just get all that stuff. And the people we work with are I work a lot with online entrepreneurs and coaches, and that's a lot of fun. But we do a lot of brick and mortar businesses. I've got doctors, builders, plumbers, HVAC guys, and gals. That's uh, the kind of commonality is usually everyone's over the. They've usually reached the first the two hundred fifty thousand dollar hurdle, and they're powering through the five hundred thousand dollar and and headed to a million. And occasionally, I'll pick up bigger companies too. Uh, but a lot of people are you know they're maybe three years into their business and they're really ready to to grow and scale. And so we can help them do that with in a what I call a protected way. Hmm. What are some of the problems that they face where you can be helpful? Yeah, a big problem that a lot of business owners have is that they're they don't know what they don't know about incorporating or getting an LLC. A lot of them don't have one. They're they've just got an assumed name. And so they're really running in a danger zone. That's a huge problem that we can fix easily. And a lot of them don't know how to uh, set up an LLC or corporation, what their tax status should be, what's an S-corp. Those are huge problems that entrepreneurs have, especially in the first few years that we can jump in and solve. We have what I call a shatterproof business structure that we recommend for all of our access clients to where they can separate their assets from their operating companies and run in a tax efficient way, but not not be subject to you know asset seizure if something goes wrong. Because it's a crazy world. There's like 20 million lawsuits a year filed in the U.S. So we do those things. We solve those problems. And then the other one is we make sure they're using clear written agreements that are enforceable. A lot of clients are, are doing handshake deals 
when they come to us or they've downloaded something from the internet or borrowed from a buddy and they're just not confident that it has the right things in it to hold up if they were to need to go to court. Uh, and I like to say that written agreements just keep honest people honest. And a lot of times, if you can just go back to a really clear document and say, look, we both said we'd do this here. I've done this, but you haven't. Uh, then it's a reminder instead of you having to call someone a liar. And that just never goes well. And so we that's a huge problem we solve. And the other is that we help them understand what their intellectual property is and how to protect it. And then how to not use other people's intellectual property, because there's a real temptation in our world to copy things. Uh, some of it's innocent because you'll pull up, a, for instance, a Google image. You'll search for an image of something you're wanting to work on for an email or for a website. And you see this pretty image. You can download it. It must be free. And so you put it on your website and then suddenly you're getting letters demanding thousands of dollars because you've infringed their copyright. Or you've used someone else's brand name uh, and now you're infringing on their trademark. And so we're able to help them understand how that works, how to protect it, and how to make sure they're not making some of those really big mistakes that can, especially a young business, it can just, it can bankrupt them. It just doesn't take, you get a $10,000 bill because you infringe someone's copyright. Uh, a lot of business owners can't withstand that, not in the first few years. Yeah. So what can they do instead? They get one of those bills. Well, if they get one of the bills, they can, if they have, if they have us, because negotiation of claims comes with their access plan, then we get on the, get on the phone with the offended person and get them to take a lower number. They don't have to do that, but a lot of times they will compromise and take a number as long as you pull down whatever you're using, but you're really on the hook. There's no defense. There's no uh, innocent infringement. Uh, it's if you did it for commercial purposes, you're on the hook. And if they were to file a lawsuit, you would lose and you'd be in have to pay their attorney's fees. And if you made money off of their image, you would have to pay their the lost profits. So you want to have someone to walk you through that. I mean, we get, I don't know, five or six of those a year uh, that come in the door where that's, a, that's how we'll get a client because they got that letter. What are some of the common challenges for consultants and coaches that are doing work that's that may be covering a large number of states in the U.S. or perhaps international? Because it's, it's so easy to do international business today because of the growth of uh, all these online resources. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge that the entrepreneurs in general are having working nationally is trying to keep up with uh, sales tax, for one, making sure, you know, do we, and then do you have to register as a foreign entity in those, in those states? And every state has different requirements. And so as you're expanding your business, you have to really pay attention to those things. Uh, you don't want to get sideways with sales tax. That's a, a big issue. And that's, that's, that's what we see a lot of. And we do have several uh, multi-state entrepreneurs. And then the coaches, they, they're generally okay with just their coaching service. It's when they start selling other things, like which we all do, where we're selling books and courses. You have to really watch then, are you are you appropriately accounting for the sales tax for wherever that transaction is taking place. And so then you need you need to have a good lawyer on your side, but you also need to then work uh, with a key, uh, with a CPA that understands interstate uh, commerce. Yeah. Life is complex. Yeah, it doesn't get, it does not get more, more <laughs> less complex when you go online. That's for sure. Yes. Scott, what do you see as uh, some of the, the future of businesses that serve 
your audience, um, particularly those that provide legal services? I, you know, it sounds like you are in the forefront of creating a particular kind of business model. What do you see happening in your field? I think for small business, the I think the billable hour is really dead. They just don't know it yet. I think small business owners are going to get tired very quickly of it, and they should require they're, they're going to start requiring their lawyers to either build like we do with a subscription model, or do flat flat fee projects and have to live by their quote. Because uh, right now, and for the last fifty years, lawyers can just charge whatever they want to charge. They can take as long as they want to take and make as much money as they want to make, and it's just. It's just not fair. You don't want to be paying a professional that way because they're not, there's a conflict there when they can make more money by spending more time. They're not being efficient and that's not in your best interest. The lawyers are going to have to start acting like businesses and knowing what things cost and giving accurate project quotes. And so I mean, we, that's what, we, if, if someone isn't an access client and wants a project, we give them a flat fee quote. Sometimes I make money, sometimes I don't just like my clients. And that's what's coming in the legal world because these inflated hourly rates just just won't last and things are going to get tighter. Uh, small business owners have learned in the last 18 to 24 months that they can be much more efficient. They've had time to look at their numbers and the things that they need and don't need. And they for sure don't need to pay lawyers uh, by the hour. And so you're going to see more and more lawyers switching to my model. One, because the clients demand it. And then the other is that it just, it's easier to deliver than traditional services. I don't need the staff I used to have. I don't have to have them. I can have people all over the world doing, helping me deliver this world-class service uh, without having to have a big footprint. And that's what people want. That's what lawyers want. They want to have lifestyle. They want to have time with their families. They want to be able to control their schedule. And so you're going to see more and more professionals switching to a subscription model uh, it's it's changed everything for me. Yeah, and and it sounds like you're way happier than you were eight years ago. Yeah, it's just it's night and day difference. And I I there are still things that I do that I don't like to do, but we're we're working towards eliminating those so that I can only do if there's red light things things I don't like and green light things things I do like that I'm doing more and more green light and that the red lights are becoming very few. Sounds good. Well, Scott, we've covered a, a lot of ground about how you have developed your current business model and how you run your business, some of the problems that small business owners face, especially consultants and coaches when it comes to legal issues. If someone wants to go deeper with anything we've discussed, access any resources you have, like your podcast or get in touch with you, where where is the best place for them to go? If they will go to reblaw.com, R-E-I-B-L-A-W.com forward slash smash, S-M-A-S-H, reblaw.com forward slash smash. We have a special uh, page set up there where they can download my ebook, uh, Five Strategies to Shatterproof Your Business, and they can book a 20-minute laser legal coaching session with me. It'll be me. So we can talk about uh, whether their business is shatterproof or if there's some things they need to do to, uh, to make it better. Sounds great. Well, Scott, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Um, thank you for joining us on Smashing the Plateau and sharing your insights. My guest today has been the founder of Reeb Law, Scott Reeb. Thank you again, Scott, for joining us. Thank you, Davis. It was great. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. 
Today, we learned how Scott ditched the traditional business model for lawyers and launched a subscription business. I believe everyone should have the opportunity to do what they love and get paid what they're worth. On my podcast, I've interviewed hundreds of successful entrepreneurs, many of whom run consulting or coaching businesses. And we've created a free ebook with 49 actionable steps from 49 of our popular episodes to help you smash the plateau in your business and your life. It includes tips to help you with your mindset, relationships, business development, and productivity. You can get your copy of 49 Tips to Smash Your Plateau at smashingtheplateau.com slash tips. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash tips. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.